Welcome to College Street Victory Church. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Man, well, would you stay standing just for a moment? I know this is usually where you sit down. Um, It's an honor and it's a privilege every time. You know, when other people take the stage, we are called as a church in the fivefold gifting and the fivefold ministry. And one of those things is to raise up teachers. Well, we get behind the teachers of this house and we have an amazing teacher who's also our pastor, who pastors with me. It's my bride, Pastor Charmaine. Would you please give it up for her as she makes her way to the stage? You may be seated. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I feel like I have so much going on in my head and my heart that I'm going to have to stick to my notes. (laughs) But I just, my day was made today for lots of reasons, but also my friend Kayla is in the house. (laughs) So welcome. Thank you for coming. I know you you came because I was speaking, right? (laughs) Maybe not. That's okay. But um, some of my extra emotions are, it's the last week of school. And not that I'm sad (laughs) that my kids are going to be home for two months. But it's amazing. Um, I went to my son Oliver's grade five grad ceremony today. And it's the first time we've had kind of something like that since you know, in the last couple of years, right? And I think it just hit me on all the levels. And, you know, everybody was politely clapping for, you know, they're kind of boring too, those things. <laughs> you only really care about the 10 seconds that your own child is up there. But, oh, is that bad? Sorry. <laughs> this is your privilege this morning of a little bit unfiltered, but... Um, so anyway, so we're clapping and Chloe's with me and and fifth child. So if she wants to like throw a ball in the corner or stand on the chair, I'm fine with it. <laughs> These are long, boring things. But anyways, Oliver gets up there. And of course, the first thing they say is Oliver is an amazing artist. And if you know him, you know that's true. And uh, but anyway, so I just I was like, you know what? I don't get to come to a lot of things and I haven't been to one of these in a while. And I just stood up and I just, you know, clap for him and cried and was like that's my boy and I'm so proud of him (laughs) but um the atmosphere in the room changed after that and I don't 100% know why I'm telling you this story but put it on a connect card if something I say today means something to you can you just let me know because there's a little bit of like there's a lot that I feel the Lord is saying and I know some of it's personal but anyways couple of children later so everyone's starting to cheer more clap more getting a little bit more lively and then it came to um, a little boy who had some different abilities he wasn't up for coming in the room he was not even sitting with his classmates and you know what I you know I really kind of apologize for all these cheers it's not going to be all day <laughs> but I cheered the loudest for him and I was like that boy that accomplishment is huge and so we had that and then we we went on and anyways these moments, they're worth being present for. 
you know, what's happening in the room? What's happening that's significant? It's, it's funny how the end of school can be such a big deal, but it's our, our kiddos have worked hard and we get what that's like when we've pushed through and we've accomplished something and we've gotten there, right? I'm going to tie a little bit in that today. You know, life is not a holiday. It just isn't. But I also know that a holiday is appreciated when we've been working hard, when we've been pushing through and it's hard, right? And we're going to just kind of get into a little bit more of that today. I'm just going to pray this morning and we're going to get going. But thank you, God. God, I thank you for this time of year. I thank you, God, for a change in season. I thank you, God, for our little ones and and our big ones that have accomplished great things and for the ones that maybe had a harder time but made it through. And God, for the adults in the room that know what that feels like too. I just thank you, God, for just preparing our hearts for your word this morning and for what you're teaching us and showing us even through just summertime and the difference, the different seasons. So God, we just thank you for this space and this place and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, thank you. (laughs) All right. So... (laughs) get to the point here but here we are we're week number four of cruise and I don't know if you've been here the whole time but it I really enjoyed it have you enjoyed it yeah and to be honest when you know we kind of had this idea planning the year and we sat down with the team a couple months ago we went on just a short retreat and and uh, we had this idea about cruise in mind but I don't know how it suddenly sort of became a boat theme because I don't think that that's where we were really going with it. We were kind of thinking like, don't go on cruise control. Don't, you know, as we head into summer, don't go on autopilot. Don't give up your good habits. Don't stray away from your good friendships, all that. That was sort of in our hearts and it still is, but it's totally become an oceans battleship, fishing, water walking. And it's cool. It's cool to see that, you know, you know many Many are the plans in a man's heart, but the Lord's purpose prevails and the Lord directs our steps. Isn't that right? So I love that, that the Holy Spirit guides us each week. But let's just do a quick review, whether you've been here or not. Even for me, I was like, it's been so good, but I can't remember everything. But week one, we talked about Peter, right? We talked about Jesus called him to cast his nets out into deeper water, right? After he had spent a whole night of fruitless effort. Jesus said, do it again. Go out a little deeper. And then after he did that, he got so many fish, he couldn't handle it. And then he left it all behind and followed Jesus. And I just love it. Because the whole point, right? It's about following Jesus, being obedient. But we talked about where are we going? Who is going with us? And what's the catch? Does anyone remember what's the catch? The people are the catch. Week two was entitled, Something's Fishy. Remember that one? And we were reminded not to choose cash over calling and not to run from God. Anybody know that from personal experience? It's okay. (laughs) At the same time, and in the same way, God had mercy on Jonah and he had mercy on the city of Nineveh. And that whole story foretold the mercy that God would have on the whole world when he sent his son, Jesus. Week number three, we talked about Peter again. This time, it was about his water walking experience. 
we were reminded that it wasn't until Peter looked away from Jesus and back towards the storm that he began to sink. Let's continue to step out of the boat, onto the water and into the storm when God's calling us. We need to know that we're sent. We need to see Christ through the chaos and know that he will save us from sinking. And that brings us to today. So today's message also involves a boat, or let's say a ship. And not only did it get into a storm, but the whole thing was completely wrecked. You know, we often talk about storms here. We're like, okay, so you know, storms are going to come. It's not if, but when. And we, off, we know we often find ourselves either pre-storm, post-storm, or mid-storm. Isn't that true? <laughs> a teeny bit of backstory for today. We're going to be in Acts 27. So definitely go ahead and read it for yourself. The whole, the whole chapter is about this trip. And I don't have time to read the whole chapter and go into all of it. So I'll give you a little backstory. So we're talking about Paul today. So remember, or maybe you remember, maybe you don't, it's fine. Paul used to be Saul, the one who persecuted Christians. Now he is a Christian and his life is about spreading the gospel of Jesus. Here's Paul's message in a nutshell in that day. There's one true God. All other gods are powerless and fake. And remember at that time, this was a threat to the entire political order. But people were captivated by the story of Jesus and his love and mercy, and they wanted to follow. This got Paul into trouble, as you can see, and now he's on a cruise to Rome <laughs> to go to court. So this is where we're at. So we're going to jump into the scripture here. So Paul is on his way to trial when they hit a big storm. Acts 27, chapter, or chapter 27, verse 15. I'm going to read it in two different translations, and they may even be different than on the screen. So feel free to uh, check it out for yourself. First version says, the sailors weren't able to turn the ship into the wind, so they gave up and let it be driven by the gale winds. They're in a storm. They're doing their best. Finally, they're like, all right. The other version says this, the wind took the ship and carried it away. The ship could not sail against the wind, so we stopped trying and let the wind blow us. My first point is driven and drifting. So this probably isn't a huge shock, but you know, there are times when we find ourselves in a storm or a situation or a conflict that we just didn't see coming. We realize we have little or no control about what might be happening around us and find ourselves carried along. Anybody? Anyone ever had that? I did not see that coming. I do not know what to do now. Verse 18 says, The next day the storm was blowing against us so hard that the men threw some things out of the ship. So it wasn't just some things, though. Chapter, uh, verse 19 goes on to say, A day later they threw out the ship's equipment. The first things that went overboard were some of the reasons the ship was going there in the first place. The, yeah, they had their equipment. They had some um, different seed and different things like that. And those are the first things to go. It says in verse 20, for many days we could not see the sun or stars. The storm was very bad. We lost all hope of staying alive and we thought we would die. Just kind of let that sink in for a minute. Point number two, 
is find your stride. What's got to go? So just back up again. Again, often the first thing's overboard when your ship is going down. Note your good stuff. Are the reasons you had in the first place for sailing. And when the life you knew is no longer, and the ship you were trusting in can no longer keep you afloat, you're right to wonder if anything is left worth having. In survival mode, we tend to do what we gotta do. Isn't that right? The storm has a way of putting things in clear focus, including what's necessary, what's vital, and what's not. It's a great time to cut the fat and reevaluate. You know, there's always a silver lining, but... Verse 30 goes on to say, some of the sailors wanted to leave the ship. Everyone's been battling together. It hasn't been a cruise ship, in case you didn't figure that out. And so it says they lowered the lifeboat into the water. They wanted the other men to think that they were throwing more anchors in front of the ship. But Paul told the army officer and the other soldiers, if these men do not stay in the ship, you will lose all hope of survival. So the soldiers cut the ropes and let the lifeboat fall into the water. You know, I think this is a pretty easy picture. Our last point is cut the rope. What are you still holding on to? I wonder what Paul was feeling at this time. Everybody's there struggling to work together. They're all giving the same sacrifice. None of them were eating. And all of a sudden, this little group sneaks away to try to save themselves. You know, it's again at those moments where we can be like, oh man, they're so bad. You know, but it's, that's inside of us too, right? Maybe I should save myself. Maybe. Why did they cut the rope? I wonder why Paul asked them to cut the rope. He asked them to, I believe, because it was weighing them down. It was a false sense of security. And I know if you read through the whole chapter that Paul knew that the ship was going to wreck. But he was also given the promise that they were all going to make it. Still a big step of faith. Cut the rope, cut the lifeboat, trust. If you're in the middle of the ocean, in the middle of a storm, things are falling apart, things are breaking into pieces, it's going to be okay. When Matt and I were dating, he used to always tell me that. It's going to be okay. <laughs> and it used to make me so upset. <laughs> so positive. <laughs> But you know, God wants us to find our peace in Him, our trust, and our stride. He wants us to keep moving forward in faith, to cut the things that have been holding us back, to cut the things that are only false security. He wants, us to, he wants to bring us through that, that storm, that complete disaster through it to what we're called to. Again, we do, we talk about, we talk about storms, but we don't always talk about a complete wreck. 
a complete wreck when everything feels like it's in pieces and you just didn't see it coming. But it's also in those moments when everything is stripped away that it is clear that all we need is found in our Lord. Isn't that true? When things come into clear focus, there's so much that is just false security. And I know it might feel like we're kind of in the middle right now, but I want us to just take another moment to worship this morning. You know, in the midst of those times when it feels like things are in pieces, there is always another one, another in the fire, another in the ship with us. Getting us through to where he's called us to be. So we're going to just stand together today. We're just going to take a moment to be like, God, you're all I need. And I thank you for being all I need. Just shift our focus for a bit. And then we're going to keep going here. is enough. He is more than enough. That was such a good message, wasn't it? Could we give it up for Pastor Charmaine? Wow. You know, there's so many things that I took away from your message. One of the things that just stood out to me was the reasons they were sailing. Not the reason that God wanted them to sail, but the reasons they were sailing had to go overboard. That was the first thing they got rid of. We know if we read Acts 27 that Paul knew that he was going to Rome. Come hell or high water, he's going to Rome. Because an angel told him he was going to Rome. And I think sometimes God allows us to go through the storms and strip away the things that we put our faith in, the false securities that we need to cut. So he knows so that we know that he's got us. Even if the ship's gonna sink. We'll swim. We'll swim. Whatever it takes. Um, Acts 27, verses 30 and 31, it really stood out to me because this is when some of the sailors were going to pretend they were dealing with the anchors, but they were being sneaky. They were going to take the lifeboat, and they were going to bail. And that really stood out to me because in verse 31, Paul says, this is why he cut the ropes. He says, everyone needs to stay with the ship. Because if, if they bail, we won't make it. We need to stay together. And too many times we go for that self-preservation. And unfortunately, we bail out before our breakthrough. We bail out before the break. Can you imagine if they bailed out? It would have affected everyone. And, and this morning, the men and I were studying Acts 27. And one of the men stood up at the very end and it brought me to tears. And he said, you know, you just sense the Lord was saying, I want to share a story with you about a man named John Harder that was on the Titanic. Harper, sorry, John Harper on the Titanic. Look it up. You know, we, we hear the other story of the Titanic. We think it's about Leonardo DiCaprio and, and standing at the front of a ship before it goes under and, and the heart of the ocean. But it's not. It's not. See, there's more to the story. Because this man gave his heart to the Lord at age 14. By age 18, he was preaching and ministering the gospel. And he was on that ship. And when that ship went down, 
and everyone needed saving, he was swimming around, leading them to the Lord, telling them about Jesus. That's the story. Not about self-preservation. It's about saving others. It's always been about others. And you know, Jesus does that just like Paul was, was on the ship this prophet, this man of God that was in prison and in chains. And the scripture says that when the storm came and they decided they're going to do their own thing and go their own way, that Paul spoke up. The prophet spoke up. The man of God spoke up. The anointed spoke up. But it says they listened to the majority. They listened to the crowd. And that's where we get caught in the chaos. That's where we get caught in the confusion says they listen to the captain and that would make sense in most cases in the natural Rick that would make sense but not in the supernatural and that's what God is saying to us today just like when he sent Jesus and he had to be stripped away of all the things and they whipped him and they beaten him and they and he laid his life down for us not self-preservation on the cross, he didn't have to go to the cross to save himself. He went to the cross to save us. He didn't bail out on our breakthrough. Yeah. Pastor Matt said, I'm not preaching today. And I said, or are you? <laughs> we do this together. But you know, if you're here in the room today and you're like, I need Jesus, I just know it and you don't have a relationship with him, we're, I'm going to give you a moment in time right now to say, Jesus, I need you in my life. And we're just going to pray a prayer together. We do this as a whole church family, saying, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you came to earth as a show of God's mercy for a sinner like me. I believe in you, and I choose to follow you today. It's that simple. So we're going to pray, and I'm going to ask everyone in the house to repeat after me if you've done that before in support and if it's your first time today I just ask you to do it in surrender and with your whole heart so let's close our eyes dear Jesus I know that I need you in my life I know that I've made mistakes I know that I've made a wreck of some things would you please forgive me would you please come into my life and be Lord over my life? I choose now to follow you. I thank you that my past is past and I can begin a new life with you right here, right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Just keep our eyes closed for a second give a moment of privacy but if that's you in the house today just inviting Jesus into your ship into your wreck into your life whatever that is can you just give me a wave and let me know it's pretty dark in here thank you Jesus all right so good I'm gonna share this microphone with my husband a little bit more This series is about to end. We still got tonight. I can't wait to hear it again tonight. I know it's always different. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what God's going to bring out? Um, but we're going to be 
stepping in to a new series. Did you give your takeaway? All right, well, to wrap up the message today, our takeaway is this, stride instead of strive. So D instead of B, even when it's a bumpy ride. So again, stride meaning to walk forward in long, confident steps, knowing where you're going instead of striving, which is like treading water. Matt said in an earlier week in this series, just something great and I just really like it feels I feels like it goes with this message as well so I'm just going to wrap up with this before I pass it back to you but in a storm what we hold on to will cause us to sink or float the things that we put before God are worthless idols sacrifice will keep us from sinking you said this <laughs> remember even a cruise ship can only carry so much baggage And the other thing is, is we're not on a cruise ship, but we're on a battleship. You take different supplies on a battleship, don't you? And on a battleship, all hands are on deck, willing to serve and willing to fight. That's good. Awesome. That's hard to wrap that up. part of being on the battleship and part of growing together is discipleship. It's what we're called to. And for some of us, we might have a relationship with God, uh, but we haven't been baptized yet. And it's so important. That's why here at College Street, we don't do it once a year, you know, do it just on Easter or whatever. We do it every time that we gather. We give opportunity for relationship. We give opportunity for discipleship. Everywhere throughout the Bible, it was the next thing. You come to Jesus, you're baptized. And it's, it's, we're called to it. It's not the great suggestion. It's the great commission to go into all the world, baptizing the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I can tell you that we're about to step into a new series. Um, it's going to be called Going Viral. It's a series on trends, influence, and what's timeless versus what's trendy. And this is timeless. This is timeless. It is something that has been going on for for generations, and we've been called to it and called through it. Stepping in with Jesus, being baptized with him. For it says that when we go under the water, that we are crucified with him. Just like when he went to the grave. When we come up out of the water, we are resurrected with him. We don't play church. We are the church. We're here to do church. And we're here to go into battle. So if you haven't stepped forward yet, or you'd like to, maybe you're in a different season in your life and you're like, man, I did it before. Maybe then it was religious. Maybe now it's about relationship. You don't have to have an excuse. As it says in Acts 22, what are you waiting for? Get up and be baptized. So we're just gonna press in. And if that's you and you wanna step in, come forward. Let's worship God. Come on, Jehovah Jireh. Let's worship his name. If you want to just come down and worship, come down now. Step in now. Let us worship. Thank you for tuning in today, and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time. Thank you.